Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast, where we begin with a mutiny. I'm Kim, your GM, and I play Flossie Lead. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentoff. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have I have fans, like Coral? Featuring our guest, Nick, of a very good adventuring team. Are you doing, like, like the walk like an Egyptian pose? Let the chaos begin. Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. And we have arrived at a Cramped Quarters episode. Our crew has, uh, well, actually, Gideon has asked Wade to initiate a wild jump. So our crew is all um, hallucinating and nauseous. Hopefully Gideon has not vomited in the jump drive again. Um, oh, no, it was the cargo bay this time. The cargo bay? Yeah. Well, at least the dance stage floated away, and you didn't get a chance to vomit on that. Yeah, thank God somebody had the forethought to do that. Yeah, ejected into space. Yeah, yeah. so it wouldn't get vomited That's on. That's okay. We'll just have to get another one. Make um, this make the next one vomit-proof. I don't know if that's a thing. It's called Scotch Guard. <laughs> spot, spot, no, spot, just, scotch, no, just spart? Scotch Guard. No. <laughs> Do we also need like vodka guard and rum guard? Or? So we we rolled uh, the wild jump. Uh, we rolled on the wild jump table, and uh, off camera, I guess we decided that we f- we encountered an entirely new faction with this wild jump. So, and then we also decided off faction we're going to put our guest on the spot. Yeah. So Nick, uh, what new faction in this galaxy do we discover? Tell us about it. Do I have do I have any parameters here or is this just me going wild? The rules the rules for a faction in this game are it has to be an entity or some kind of uh, like government or corporation or just some kind of collective that has the power to control multiple worlds and has like financial power, spiritual power, uh, moral, like some kind of of galaxy changing power uh, that it can leverage. In, we already have uh, a corporation faction. We have a go- religious faction. We have a, a military government type faction. We have slavers. We have a feudalistic slaver faction, and we have and we have pirates. Yes, so those are the five factions that we have. So give us something new. Uh, okay, so I think you guys need some hippies. Um, I think that you... Oh, man! You are... You're going to encounter a, a faction. It's a... It's not really, like... It's not so much a faction as it is, like, a cooperative. Like, you know, we just... We really want everyone to feel ownership... Um, and to really express individually what they as individuals feel. Um, 
so long as it's like you know intergalactic uh conquest um you know it's really just like a collective for everyone to just do what they feel so we we need a name for this collective uh let's group think this unless of course nick you happen to have a genius idea right off the top of your head planet huggers planet planet huggers huggers. nick You are as amongst a god among men. <laughs> He's just amongst a god? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, according to one of our episodes, I mean, we are the gods. You wild jump into this uh, previously uncharted section of the galaxy where um, everything looks particularly clean. Like, you don't see the usual Sputnik floating by. Um... There's no random derelicts anywhere. Everything is pretty sparkly out here. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. We're going to Candy Mountain. <laughs> Candy Mountain. Uh, let's see. So what does Hental think of all this? I'm a little taken aback. Well, wait. Actually, I'm in the med bay recovering from my... Uh, mega up withdrawals. <laughs> I'm not able to actually fly. So I'm just fucked up right now. Like, and I have exhaustion. Is that right? Yes. Yes. I mega, have exhaustion. mega up withdrawal causes exhaustion for up to one week unless he continues to receive the drug. So I think that's probably a good place to start our cramped quarters rolls then. <laughs> yeah. No, so Hens Hall is. What, on bed rest for a whole week? I'm yeah, fucked up and on an IV drip. Talking about... Mm, we should start. Hental is in the new and improved med bay. New and improved? Oh, yeah, man. It's you know, we may have almost died at SpenCon, but the benefits were tremendous. Yay. Um, so, Zeke, I'm assuming, is treating Hental. Yeah. Um, I got a four on that yeah, oh my. Is this my cramped quarters or yeah, your cramped quarters? Yeah, my cramped quarters okay. with you. Yeah. And that's uh, bad blood or hurt feelings. It is. Yeah, I'm not giving you more drugs, man. So what shaped scar does he have now? <laughs> no, he got the dermal restructurer, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, Listen, motherfucker, you're not coming near me with that shit. I remember the fucking lightning bolt, and now I know about the fucking mega up. God damn it! <laughs> How are you sleeping? I'm supposed to This is bullshit. This is what I signed up for. Yeah, you should be asleep now after that kind of outburst. Yeah, I'm really tired. I'm just doing that. I fucking hate you, Zeke. That didn't last long. Are, are you going to restructure his lightning bolts? No, or are fuck you gonna him. Leave he, can, it? he can keep it now. Fuck it. I'm going to teabag you. You... Okay. <laughs> Let's Win. see that happen. Roll agility. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what am I going to have to do? Go down on you myself now? You see. <laughs> you tell me. You fuck. I'm still here. I can just picture Gideon, like, at some point during the week. It's like, well, you know, Hental. Uh, the way he's been acting, I think I really do think he needs to bone down with somebody. So you're as good as any. No. You're going to get gut. I'm saying I don't mind. You're going to get gut. I'm, I'm gut, aware you gut. don't mind, but I'm not the one he needs to bone down yeah. with. Now he's rapping in his sleep. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. It's about to get real. So 
<laughs> yes, toast to that indeed. Um, yeah. So what did Zeke roll and with whom? So I rolled a six. Initially, I was going to do Hental, but if he needs to sober up, I'm going to have this one with Gideon. We can just make it a wash. <laughs> <laughs> it was a six. You got a four. We'll balance it out to a five. You would probably en- encounter Gideon in the control in the uh, communications uh, bay, actually communicating with this new faction that we've discovered. Okay. Yeah. It's like, God, these guys are like way into peace and commune living. Yeah, and um, your boyfriend? I don't know. A fucking Bro. Boyfriend. Bro-friend. No, fuck you. Boyfriend. What? 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 He's he's unconscious. He's he's the best person to deal with these, and it's all my fault. He's unconscious, blah, 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 blah. He, he propositioned me. Okay. You should go for it. No. What? Because. What? No. He might need some dick. Go for it. Well, you give him your dick then. No. Why? It's not my thing. So? What do you mean, so? I mean, so? He's your boyfriend. You give him the dick. And then I'll storm out. Gideon's going to whisper under his breath. Where does where does Zeke go from here? Uh, can, can, I, can I pass the cramp quarters on to Gideon for now? Yeah. Okay, so um, so I my first roll was a five. <laughs> so we're all well, everybody's pissed off each other. I think um, we're a bunch of feral cats inside of this pack and play. I think um, a couple of days later, Hintal is still exhausted, but he's able to stay awake longer than like five minutes. I'm gonna go in there, and it's like, hey, uh, hey, Hintal, what? Hey, um, I just wanted to tell you, uh, like what happened back there in the space station, um, I wasn't all that comfortable with. I mean, um, you know, just because we are at odds with, um, you know, a certain species doesn't mean that you have to be racist. You you threw the B word around. I'm going to like grab my temples and just like lean forward a little as much as I can laying down. I just lean forward for a minute, like, listen, fucker. My job was to piss him off. I don't have a problem with the neonatalites. I have a problem with him. And if that involves throwing out baby slurs, I'm going to fucking do it. And if you don't like it, you, we can go reset the shit. You can go deal with them without being intimidated by my, oh, yeah, voice. And fucking try to fight that way. Until then, until you learn to man up, sack up, and actually throw down in a fucking fight. You can kiss my ass. At this point, I'm going to come in and I'm going to just adjust his, his fluids and his, his IVs. And quietly walk right and back And quietly out. walk back away. Like, <laughs> Sleep. And now, sweet prince, you will rest. Gideon's just going to... He's not crying. He might sniffle a little and he's like... You know, I'll... I'll talk to you in a few days, and I'll just walk out. So I guess this is Rin's turn to yell at somebody. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Jesus Christ. Are you prepared? Rin, what did you roll? Uh, Well, the first one was a four and a four. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess Flossie, since Flossie has had a turn. Mad at Flossie? I'm going to be mad at somebody. Por qué no? (laughs) Everybody's mad. Okay. 
I don't know why. So flossy would be, let's see. There's a threat to her family, so she's probably guarding the brig. Yeah. She would be pacing back and Take forth so, in front of the baby. Since I don't think it actually came up, like, does the Irritated Badger have a brig? Or it does did we, now. Did we repurpose? It has a meat locker. We're not uh, keeping him in the meat yes. locker. It's no, the meat locker is full of turkey legs. It, we oh, have a yeah. Break now because oh, yeah. we installed the Voltron no. device, which allows for yeah. new. I, I can picture that cargo bay strapped to okay, the floor. Okay, 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 okay. Rin's got a thing. You have a thing. Oh Tell shit! Tell me about your thing. I, I'll give up my room for Horace to stay in. It is not humane how how you've decided, Flossie, to arrange his imprisonment. It wasn't only me, Rin. Well, you're the one standing guard, so... Of course I'm standing guard. He tried to kill Gideon and the rest of us by default. He wanted to kill Gideon. It was inside his head. I'm telling you, he would have killed him. Yes, but he didn't. Only because we didn't let him, and I'm not gonna let him. Uh, he's not a threat right now, but well, he no, shouldn't be right treated now. like this. Well, I'm not letting him out. Well, you need to let me move him. I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. He could stay in my room. He can't stay in Zeke's baby Bjorn this whole time. You don't have to sleep on the couch. Okay, well, that's that's fine. I think that's very nice of you. And we'll have Wade lock down your quarters so that there is no way to get out from the inside. Just make sure you pat him down and get any kind of anything that he might use to get out of there. Okay, I'll pat him down. <laughs> I'm pretty dangerous. He's going to readopt the baby voice. Nice. <laughs> but I'm going with you. That's fine. You're not going to stop me. So whatever. Just move aside so I can take him to the room. Fine. I'm going to put Horace on. <laughs> In the baby Bjorn? Yes. So Rin, Rin, so in this, when Rin walked up to where Flossie was, she had Zeke's baby Bjorn in her hand and she was putting it on her back angrily as she was talking to Flossie. And oh, she, so she opens the door and like picks him up by his little, you know, Oshkosh overalls and puts him right into the baby Bjorn and buckles him in and starts angrily walking down the hallway. (laughs) With Flossie behind her. Deal with it, suck a fish. So, yeah, so you go off to your quarters. Is there anything special you want to do other than patting him down and looking for weapons as Flossie glares at you? No, I'm just going to make sure that Horace has, um, you know, accommodations that are humane for for a criminal. Flossie's digging through his brain as she's doing this. <laughs> like... No, 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 Rin, in that, look in that pocket. I don't think that's ethical. He's not ethical. I don't care. Illegal search and seizure doesn't, doesn't cover psychic ability. <laughs> the Fourth Amendment protects me. Nope, wrong planet. They don't have psychics in Geneva. <laughs> Rin, look in that pocket over there. He's got a hidden pocket on that side of his overalls. Oh I'm my telling you. God, Flossie. He's got to get out and kill Gideon. He wants his money really bad. He's not going to kill Gideon. I'm on the ship. Just shut it. You can stay outside the door and guard if you like. I'm going to stand outside the door. And if he tries to get out, I'll melt his brain. You hear me, baby? You're not going to do that, are you, Horace? No. All right, fine. I'll I'll just hang out out here. I'll leave him alone for now. 
Unless he tries to do something. Okay. I'm going to go back. What did you get for your cramp quarters roll, boy? So apparently I am rolling in an entirely different universe than you guys did. Um, and it's really amazing that all that just happened because I rolled a 12 and then uh, and then I rolled that it was going to be with Rin. <laughs> Uh, so I, you know, I feel like, uh, I'm not really sure how to interpret like whatever's going on in, in my little neonatal brain, but like, there's this person that's like being kind to me, you know? And I I feel like after like probably a really long time as a black ops specialist, uh, a recapture specialist, somebody who's essentially a a moralist or a moral bounty hunter. And all of a sudden, there's this person that's like, no, you can't put him in the meat locker. You have no idea how many meat lockers I have been thrown into and locked into. And for somebody to to be like, no, you can't put him in the meat locker. Let's put him in these uh, nicer accommodations. Like that, that, you know, that that was a special bond that that hit me right in uh, in my adorable, tiny little heart. Aww. Your adorable cockles. Maybe the adorable sub cockles. Don't say baby cockles. Baby sparkles. Baby sparkles. So while Flossie is uh, grumbling and and she, so, so Flossie is sitting on the floor with her arms crossed, um, with her back to the wall, and Rin is in. The oh room. wait, 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 wait! Could I can I modify this just a little bit? What I would really love to picture is Rin is on one side of the door, leaning her back against the door, and Horace is on the other side of the door. Like in the adorable little baby outfit with some like adorable tiny little Velcro shoes and Oshkosh Bagosh overalls, uh, but smoking a cigarette. Do they look like candy cigarettes though? Yeah, like I'm just blowing the sugar out the end of it, like, <laughs> and then you see me take a big bite out of one, <laughs> and you can't you can't hear any of the dialogue, but there's like a beautiful piano medley playing as it like the sweeping shots back and forth across the wall and like. You know, there's like the shot of both of us laughing in the split screen and <laughs> nobody ever knows what's said. That's just that's just between Horace and Ren. Oh, well, Ren had was a bounty hunter in her previous life and had done some questionable things. And she seems to have have found a place in the world. Horace is the only one that understands her. Dun, dun, dun. Just think about what the kids would look like. They would be, a, <laughs> they would be adorable and badass and have a taste for human flesh. So, yeah, that is, that is my full-on roll-to-twelve bond with Rin. That's awesome. Yeah, at some point during the conversation, Flossie's just going to put her fingers in her ears and start going, la, 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 <laughs> and so yeah so now Hental has had you know enough time to sober up and get over his addiction it's really what we were working towards yeah that, that was kind of the key thing the problem as somebody who used to counsel people with addictions the fact that it only takes a week to get over an addiction in this game is a little weird to me 
Well, it's not a psychological addiction. Right. So we'll just say that in the year 5000 AD, that treatment modalities have become a lot more efficient. Just, you know, addiction is a terrible, horrible thing that destroys families. And I think we just, you know, don't do drugs. My next role is a seven and it's with Ren. And that's a find something new type deal. So seven is uh, reveal or discover the answer to their question. Or or you reveal something about yourself. All right. Well, I'm still in med bay coming down off my fucking uh, my uh, mega up. Why why don't we why don't we advance our time frame a little bit? This is the last day of treatment. You're you're a little tired, but you're still functional. And I'm glaring at fucking Babyface over there in the prison cell slash Rin's room. You motherfucker. Why are you looking in my room? Because I almost had him killed. I shot him in the head. Twice. The door is closed. None shall pass. <laughs> what? Is she Rindolph now? <laughs> <laughs> we fulfill you to hold your oath, baby. <laughs> It's it's been a few days and Rin has not allowed him out, so uh, Flossie is off somewhere else. Um, Rin has gained her trust with the evildoer, so it's now the three of you. He should be dead, but you know I'm not as good with guns as you. Well, luckily he isn't. Why not? He tried to kill us. That was his job, right? And our job is to not die, right? And by killing him. And we prevented it. Right, but now, true or false, his very existence is now a threat to our very existence. False. How so? He's not killing us. He was offered a large sum of money to shoot and kill us. Mm-hmm. All we have done is taken that individual that was offered a large sum of money and put them in a box in our ship to kill us, right? So- person that was paid large sum of money to kill us is now in a box in the ship that we live in to try to kill us, right? No, this, is, no, this isn't bad blood. You stay out of this! <laughs> this, this is revealed. Right? He, like, he's a bounty hunter. He's been paid. He's Or he wants to get paid. He's, he's gonna try to kill us because he wants to get paid. Yeah? I understand how this works, yes. Right. Oh. Uh-huh. You said it a little awkwardly. We're gonna loop back. So, we have the person that's being paid to kill us on like he's in our home why would we not be concerned with the fact the person that was paid to kill us is in our home how is he going to kill us we're safe he's not going to kill us how do you figure we're safe and now he's the one who's in danger we're safe that motherfucker can buzz random shit on this ship at any fucking time. Did you not just see my communicator buzz? It's intimidating. I don't think you rested enough, Hintal. Listen, I think you have too much sympathy for the bounty hunter. Just because he's a bounty hunter doesn't make him bad. No, no, but because he's a bounty hunter that tried to kill us makes him bad. So you would kill me if I... Was the one paid to kill you. Yes. Then it doesn't matter. If you're going to take money and use that to overcome our loyalty. You're taking this way too personally. He was paid money to kill us. And he wasn't family. And he tried to kill us. 
so he needs to die. You would get ejected. Yeah, that seems fair. I, I don't I don't even follow you. <laughs> I don't even follow you, Ren. How do you not get this? This is perfectly logical. There is no breakdown here. All right. I can I can speak this in like the most basic language in the galaxy if you need. Mm-hmm. Er, him hurt, we kill. Okay, we're alive. He's not killing us. The, the, That's the longer is he lives, more threat. We kill. The longer he lives does not mean there's a greater threat. No, it doesn't. The logic does not follow. This is what your jumpy me has taught me, Rin. No mercy. You've created a really bitchy monster. I've learned way too much about Intel. Uh, one, one, and one over here. One, 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 one. Yeah. No, Flossie hasn't done any. So, um, where... Is Gideon? Oh Jesus! There's a whole bunch of new toys that have been installed on the ship. Perhaps. This is correct. I am running diagnostics on everything in the helm, okay. and I am the well, Why not? right. Yeah, I'm. I'm in there, just kind of like with my uh, my tablet, my electronic tablet device, just kind of running diagnostics on the new systems. And after a wild jump, you got to recalibrate everything anyway. Yeah, no doubt. So while you're doing that, the panel that's directly above the captain's chair um, drops down and Flossie drops out of it and just sits right down in the chair and just is looking out into space. We're going to bond, baby. Bond! <laughs> bond now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> with the bonding. All right, so you sit down in the captain's chair and you're looking out into space she like plops from the ceiling down right into the chair very fancy flip right so gideon's just gonna keep doing what he's doing hey gideon hey flossy do you like all the new upgrades yeah these are these pretty nice pretty nice uh things we got here i mean is these i mean we got guns on this thing oh yeah and the 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 vulture i i'm looking forward to, to using the voltron device but it uses up a lot of energy so this is just for emergencies only yeah well we have a lot of those <laughs> we do but we're currently not experiencing one so that's true <laughs> for the first time in forever yeah yeah that really so. makes me want to sing that really old earth no, song God, please don't okay no there's a reason why i i spaced that dvd what? You did that? Yes. But that was my favorite movie. I love with the ice queen and the singing. And You're going to find it for free on the sector net. Uh, thank you, Gideon, for letting me know that it was already available because I was really disappointed that the disc. No, I mean, most media you can get for, you can get on the sector net. I mean, digital is the way to go. I mean, why well, Kind of old fashioned. Place? Old-fashioned, I mean, thousands of years. A lot of them. She has a phonograph, okay? So uh, This is the 51st century. So Amandine promised me that we would have every improvement that you could possibly dream of. Did she deliver? Because I did it for you, Gideon. Well, so... Well, so we had to leave uh, the space station pretty quickly, um... But for the most part, I mean, this is, I mean, I mean, we had like pretty much an unlimited budget. This is awesome what we have in the ship. And what do you, you did this for me? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I, 
may or may not have had a conversation with Almondine and perhaps increased the budget a little bit. Oh. Why would you do that? Because I care about you. And I want you to be happy. Okay, so so Gideon is... Um, he's touched, but also extremely uncomfortable because he's very awkward about feelings and stuff like that. So he he's going to show that he... Is, that that's number one one of the nicest things anyone's ever said to him and two that he's very awkward by just kind of looking down at his tablet and going mm-hmm <laughs> that sounds about right <laughs> and i i may have requested all of the additional artillery for myself possibly that doesn't surprise me did you notice all of the shiny that we have on our roof now also, uh, at some point before we kind of make our way back to civilized space, well, yeah, um, I was not expecting to find this, but um, we are, um, yeah, we're way off course here, but I would really like for us to check and make sure that Megatry didn't add any surprises onto our ship. Isn't that what you were doing? It was. I uh, was testing out the weapons first um but i'll be doing a spacewalk soon but thank you thank you flossy i, I really appreciate it the dice say that megatry was legit well they'll they'll come out later ren has bad blood with zeke <laughs> what does she do spring out of one of flossy's corridors and punch him in the face she does have flossy's permission to use her corridors at will but she won't where are you zeke uh, let's see. After Hental has been discharged, I'm probably cleaning up and putting away bedpans, bedpans, and medical bedpans. and medical equipment, and cleaning things up and straightening up the the medical quarters. Um, I'm going to walk in. Uh, Zeke, Horace is hurt. I need some bandages, ointments. I I'm, I'm not quite sure. Just I mean, give it to me, and I'll I'll take it to him. I mean, my Spippocratic oath says that I should. But, I mean, I don't necessarily want to be, like, overly kind to him. I, I like Gideon enough that he was trying to kill Gideon. And he didn't. And so I'm not Why does co- nobody understand this? We're all still alive. Okay, so here's the bandages, but you can't have the painkillers. still a person. Yeah, a person who tried to kill most... I mean, without Gideon... The ship falls into disrepair, and we all die on the th- third wild jump from right now. Okay, let's say, hypothetically, you did give me the painkillers. How much would I give them? Um, none. I'm writing zero prescriptions for painkillers. And, but hypothetically, and, for the neonatalites... Okay, what, well, they, do you want to kill give, him, or do you want to kill him? Do they take more? Do they take less? I mean, how do they... I mean, metabolism is something that I might understand. Okay, well, well, here's the lie I'm telling you: is that if you want if you want him to die, you will give him a lot, and if you don't want him to die, you will give him none. Right. What about stuff to prevent infection? Infection doesn't cover painkillers, so here's something for possible infection. We'll we'll treat him prophylactically because there's no evidence he'll have an infection. Laser burns cauterize themselves so we can heal his wounds for trying to kill one of our crew members and friends. 
But he can suffer for all I care. He won't die. All right. Let's see. Who do we have left? So Gideon has one more. Zeke has one more. I'm pretty sure Horace has one more. I do. And Flossie has one more. Let's let's do Horace. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so still just living in a different universe than you guys, because I got a nine uh, on my next one. Uh, apparently you guys can't get along, but y'all are doing great with me. Uh, and I rolled that one for Zeke. Oh, well, no, no, no. Here, here's the best one is that I rolled a seven with Horace. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> oh, so you can both do yours at the same time. Exactly. Awesome. All right. So, uh, the, do, do you want to reveal an aspect, uh, or should I reveal an aspect of myself or do you want to ask me I a question? I think this would be great if this conversation happened while you're treating his diaper rash. Sure. <laughs> diaper rash? I'm, I'm sure he's spotty trained. Just saying, you know, two fingers, you know, come on. Technically, I'm an adult. Too much alcohol tonight, guys. <laughs> He's got the whole ring of fire going on. Come on, man. Help him, doctor. Love is a burning ring. <sighs> I mean, to be fair, this would be the first opportunity in recorded history to, re to record neonatalite physiology for anyone outside of neonatalite society. Sure. Okay. So that's what I can learn just to speed things along. <laughs> you get to learn something about Zeke. Uh, okay. So I think what I, what I'm really curious about with Zeke is why he stays on this ship. Zeke will actually reveal to Horace that because of his employment with Megatry and Megatry sort of owns the ship the the ship is a contract issue between Megatry and Zeke. So he stays on board the ship because it is contractually obligated as part of his employment. But surely there is another ship in this gigantic corporation that could be capable of fulfilling this contract. Why does Zeke stay on this ship? Oh, uh, because he's not great at making friends. <laughs> And and Hental and Rin and Gideon and Flossie are as close as he's had to family because he was raised in an orphanage and then sponsored through college by Megatry. So he didn't ever like bond with people because of family obligations or like the shared camaraderie of a fraternity or any of that. So the ship was the first like home where he felt at home. And all these other people who've come on board have been like family. And so he he cares for them, but not for you because you're a prisoner. But he doesn't mean that with like any any like malcontent. He's just like very, very perfunctory about that. You know? Sure, sure. I mean, he'll take care of you because he took an oath to, you know, do no do no harm, but he doesn't necessarily care for you if you survive or continue to thrive after you're out of his care. And what's the name of that oath again? Spippocratic. If there's a chapped ass on your ship, you'll take care of it. But if that ass gets chapped off, off of your ship, well, that's not your problem. Yeah, Zeke could care less if you were in a medically induced coma at this point. For the for the last little bit of this, um, I'm I'm gonna bring it back around to um, to the bridge, 
where Flossie is sitting in the captain's chair and Gideon is still doing all of his um, diagnostics. And um, out of nowhere, Flossie jumps out of the captain's chair saying, oh, shit, Gideon, look. And out in the black, there is a ship. No lights, no movement. It's just sitting there. It seems to be dead. How did you see that? Mad skills. Oh. I rolled high. Oh. As you are... So, um, what what would Gideon do in this situation? Uh, okay, so it's like looks like a dead ship just floating It appears in to be a derelict. We should probably go check that out, but we need to deal with our prisoner situation first. My vote is that we leave him on one of these planets. Okay. Um, so while we're having this conversation, um, the comms light up and, um, you, while the comms are going, there's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we have like, um, a hologram. Oh, absolutely. Sure. We have a hollow projector. Projector. Um, and so holograms start sort of popping up and fizzing sort of on and off and flickering. Someone is trying to send a message. Okay, so you go get rid of our prisoner. And um, get get. I get to kill him. No, just leave him on a. Just a, maroon him. Oh, so you want me to take one of the? Yes, I want you to take one of the shuttles, leave him on a planet, and come back. I'll take HB two. Okay. It's a tree hugger planet. He'll probably be nice to him. Yeah, they'll probably will be nice to him. It's probably better than he deserves, but leave him with like a week of rations and one and a gun with one shot in it. Like we do. But what if he comes after you? We'll be better prepared. Look, how I don't want to lose you, Gideon. It took a wild jump to find this area. Who knows? He's not gonna be able to navigate back. These people, I've been talking to this these people. And they have no idea that the rest of the galaxy exists. He's a neonatalite, Gideon. He He's really fucking smart. Okay. But I would not be able to live with it on my conscience if we were responsible for his death. If I see him again after we ditch him, I will kill him. That is fair. I won't let him kill you. Okay. Fine. I'll be okay with that. But right now, he's not attacking us. While we're having this discussion, the um, out of the corner of your eye, you notice something really strange about the hologram transmission. You swear you see a familiar face, and it's the face of a woman that you bonded with while you were on the Black Ops station that was also a prisoner. And that's the end of the episode. We'll see you next time. This podcast is sponsored by World Anvil. Light up the forge! And use our code CONSOLE at dieharddice.com for 15% off your next order of dice. That's C-O-N-S-O-L-E. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back.
back next Monday with more chaos. Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago, the great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's going to pretend that she's a fan of this dragon. She's going to be, she's going to say, um, Oh my gosh, I have heard of you before. And I am just so happy that you're actually real. And we actually found you. We've been looking for oh, you. that's flattering. I look at Oneron, salute, and then go back into the shadows. Yeah, sure, make it look so easy. I do. <laughs> she gets angry and she just finds Dyer and just tries to like attack them with it. One of this creature's massive clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org, Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the Nerdsmith Network.